0: Can you hear me, okay, George? Now well, let's have it, Steve. What about this monster story, viewers? Well, it's big and terrible. More frightening than I ever thought possible. You realize your story's front page all over the country. We want to know what's being done about this monster. Well, here's your headline. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Ron Deuce. How goes it, people? And in this episode, we got, you know, we got our raw notes, we got a little overrated and underrated segment, and we also got our indie call-up. But first... Uh, News on Blackjack Mulligan Really nothing yet He's still hospitalized um, There's a Facebook page out for him uh, A fan created I'm sure But it's getting a lot of likes So show your love on this page It's called Prayers for Blackjack Mulligan It's on Facebook So go ahead and check it out And uh, just send him some prayers he, you know, I'm sure he can use it you know? yeah, Definitely so, um, There's really nothing on Bret Hart No nothing I didn't, new I didn't hear
1: anything I mean, last I seen anything of him, he was talking about how Brock Lesnar should have won the Royal Rumble, but other than that, that nothing about his surgery or anything, about with his really? prostate. Yeah. Hm. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, Smith's heart, you know, he seems to be a little more, you know, out there about his, but... Uh-huh.
0: That's just weird. I don't know. Well, I'm sure he's getting that taken care of, so... We'll see. We'll see. Any injuries that you find that found out about? Uh, yes, I
1: uh, heard about Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. He did get hurt. Yes, he did. I believe it uh, was confirmed as an ankle injury.
0: Yep. Yep. And then actually, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but um, Bailey did, um, did a, a Finn Balor entrance, and um, it was quite funny. He was in the ring with crutches, though. And uh, so it might it might have happened after that, I guess, and he couldn't wrestle that night. So, Bailey, she had on her women's title, mm-hmm. and uh, she had on Finn Balor's jacket, and she came out to his music and did the whole arm thing and stuff <laughs> oh like that. God. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So, All right. Um, um, but I think that was it, right? Mm-hmm. As far as injuries go? So far as injuries. Got, we still got uh, Cesaro out with an injury. We still got... um Sheamus. Seamus out with his injury. I think his was like the arm or something like that Because uh-huh. he was in the cast. Yeah. Um Tyson Kidd, and I, I didn't hear anything about him. I didn't know he was, you know, still on the roster. That's how long it's set, you know. Yeah, he's still on the roster. Oh, okay. You know, it's just um that in, in neck injury that he had was uh it was like a Steve Austin injury, I guess they, from what they call it. So uh-huh. it could be career ending. Okay. But um it's the same actually it's the same surgery uh Nikki Bella had. Nikki Bell, okay. Yeah, so we're not sure if... Well, Nikki's not sure if she's going to be back or not or if that's the end of it. Okay. And it's the same thing with uh, Tyson Kidd. Okay. So, uh, in other news, in, unfortunately, uh, the death of Axel Rotten. Um, that was quite a shock to me. I didn't It was. Even, I think it happened right after we did the podcast, didn't it? It was, Uh. yeah, that same night. Wow. Now, they said they found him dead in... In the McDonald's parking lot, uh, yeah. and it wasn't confirmed if it was OD or
1: there was no drugs found. Like when they searched the car and they searched Brian, you know Brian Knighton was his name. Mm-hmm. You know they didn't find anything there. So I mean, toxicology's you know reports should be out anytime now. Right. So we'll find out what was the cause. But initially, I heard reports it was in the bathroom itself. Of McDonald's? Of of that, you know, McDonald's that he was Mm -hmm. at. And I saw that they were looking, that the bathroom was clean, that nothing was found in there, nothing in the garbages, nothing was put in the toilets or anything like that. That's weird. I mean, he seemed like he was uh, back on the right track. He was getting his stuff together. Well,
0: because the thing of it is, um, his mom Uh um, either made, she made a comment, I don't know from where, I don't know if it's like from Twitter or facebook or whatever but i guess she made a comment saying that he was fighting a lot of demons mm-hmm. so what do you think she meant by that
1: well it's well known he's had his drug issues mm-hmm. i mean i'm out of was respect it alcohol or was and, it oh it was definitely not alcohol okay i mean you know from our own experience you know, mm-hmm. what you got to take, what you can take, to just so you can perform. Right. Or at least be able to make it through after you perform. You got to do what you can do to make yourself feel better. And sometimes that gets, and I, I for one, can identify with that personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had my own struggles with that. And, you know, it eats at people more than, you know, others.
0: And Now, he was off of it for a while, though. Yes. See? So that's why I don't understand why mm-hmm. would his mom write that. I have no clue. No, that was just something to. I mean, but uh, then again, if they didn't find anything, you know, all we got is the report, right? Right. Doctors. So that's
1: what we're. That's all that's left to wait on. Yeah.
0: Once we find out, we'll definitely plug it on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll keep everybody posted on that. Now, the main uh, topic of the of the night is Daniel Bryan Mm -hmm. retirement. Wow. I thought for sure. You know, while watching it on Raw, I thought at one point that it was going to be like a rib job, you know? Uh-huh.
1: That's what I thought when I first heard. Like, I heard rumors that he may show up on Raw, and then it got, you know, a little closer, and then it was like about retirement. I'm like, oh, what about setting up a match with, you know, somebody at WrestleMania? That's what yeah. I thought, like, you know, it could be turned into a sham to mm-hmm. get a match, mm-hmm. or at least a send-off match, but...
0: Right. Now, the weird thing about it is that there's a lot of rumors going around that um, that he was, and he actually said it, too, that he was cleared by doctors. Two different doctors.
1: By cleared. two different
0: doctors. But then he goes to a WWE doctor, and he's not cleared. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you think that he uh, was forced into retirement, so that way he gets out of that contract with WWE? Hmm, that could very well be. I don't see that
1: as a, you know his intention or anything like that. But it could very well be a way well, to because
0: he hasn't been happy for a while. No, because he, he wants to wrestle. Yeah, and he's been That's clear. He's thing. medically
1: healthy enough to be clear.
0: Well, you know, see, wrestle. Th- th- now, there's just a lot going on with with him right now as far as his retirement goes too. But like a lot of people are saying that, um, like f- for one, that the WWE is trying to force him to retire so that way he can get out of that contract but then again people are like well does will he be at a hall of famer then this year Uh or next year at wrestlemania or maybe this year so there's that question but then again somebody else came out and said well he could possibly go to tna Mm -hmm. or ring of honor or new japan if he wanted to right you know but then listening to his speech it was like, you know, he wants to start a family now, you know, this and that. So, then that leaves Brie Bella. You know, does that mean she's done, too, along with her sister? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, point. there's a lot of variables going around that I'm not sure which to believe, you know. And, and it's just kind of hard because we don't know Daniel Bryan to know what no. he's really going to do, you know. We don't know if he's going to be offered a job from WWE as, like, a coach or, or you know, or a producer or... You know, like if they bring him back the general manager and, you know, he can run the show, so um. to speak. But, you know what I'm saying? There's, they, okay. they can do that with him, but his passion is wrestling. Right. And if he was cleared by two different doctors and not cleared by the WWE doctor, mm-hmm. you know, he can easily go somewhere else. Because now sure. he's out of that contract. Right. So... I don't know. I think... Um, you know, is he really out of the contract, though? Oh, I'm sure. But, but see, that's what I'm saying, though. If, if, if he really is, then I don't see him doing anything else for the company. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like a general manager or a right. coach or whatever. But, I mean, if he's still st- sticking around, then obviously they either had to renegotiate his contract due to the injury or they had to... Um, or he's just staying with that contract until it's up. So they're trying to have something for him to do, and you know that way they're not wasting their money on him. You know they can still make money off him. I think they can do you know they can do the Steve Austin approach when he got hurt, and uh, right you know he ended up doing. Weird segments here and there. And I think he was um, general manager, too. And, coming out in the four-wheeler. Yeah, he kept coming out. Yeah, just doing crazy stuff like that. And Mankind, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he had his office somewhere. in the basement. And, you know, <laughs> he did his little stick <laughs> that way. There's there's, there's always a thing for him to do there. It's just a matter of, well, he do it. Because, like I said, his real passion is, with, is wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's not... A producer it's not a coach it's not anything but that you know so I, I don't know i just don't know i'm glad he's retired to be honest okay i think you know like if he was up for the overrated and underrated segment i'd say he's overrated you know <laughs> come on he is overrated he really is. or underrated <laughs> <laughs> no he really is he's he's Overrated, in my opinion. I like him as a wrestler, but I just think he's overrated. Do you
1: think he's overrated nowadays because of how watered down he was in WWE, or because you got to admit what you saw in WWE? What isn't what we have, you know, discovered him as on the indies,
0: right? But w- what do you mean as a underdog all the
1: time? No, 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 no. I I I didn't like that whole underdog thing, but I mean, like when he was the American Dragon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, they they weren't going to let him fully be that American Dragon <laughs> right. type wrestler. And I think that's what, you know, kind of hurt him a little bit.
0: It, it, yeah, yeah, it could have. But I think like some of the even some of the things that he did, like with Kane, uh-huh. the Held No, team, that was great. I thought that was pretty cool. So that's I mean, hilarious you stuff. know, they they the fans picked up quickly on that, mm-hmm. you know. And then I think once um, he was kept going, uh, he was called a uh, Goat Face or something like that, you know. Even that picked up. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, he he had different uh times where everything that he did, he, he did good. Mm-hmm. He did well, you know. And then when he went solo and he had the whole feud with the uh Wyatt family, you know, and then he became a Wyatt, you know, and I saw actually in Glens Falls Civic Center. I was there at a the house, house show, show and he was there doing that. And it was so just so neat. It was a, so cage, match, it was a right? cage match, yeah. And um so it was pretty neat, you know, uh-huh. and... uh that night on Raw when he was like no no more you know well and then he got out of Sister Abigail you know they went nuts uh-huh. you know and, and you know he went off from there but you know it, it's unfortunate I you know like I said me personally I just think he's overrated and uh, but he was still used properly mm-hmm. I guess you know just too much of the underdog thing mm-hmm. you know we'll work your way up again and then you know it's like Vince loves that stuff you we'll know? work you
1: up you get hurt, oh, we'll say goodbye to you for a months <laughs> to a couple
0: years. Then you come back, and then we'll bury you again. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it was mainly because of his height. You know, he yeah. was five eight. you know, didn't weigh that much, and, you know, a little bit over 200 pounds or under 200 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here he is fighting guys like Big Show and stuff like that. So it was always kind of an underdog type thing with him. And that's what they wanted to do with Neville, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to have him... Be an underdog and da da da, but then they doing it with Kalisto too. Oh, you know, it's exactly. like just about every small guy they have, they always want them to be the underdog and to try to do the same role they did with Daniel Bryan. And it's not going to work all the time. No. You know, it really isn't. No. So, I
1: mean, it worked with, for Rey Mysterio, it worked for Spike yep. Dudley, but yeah, no, they're not. Yep. I mean, then no, became yeah. cliche in yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way yeah. too cliche. Yeah,
0: but then now the thing is weird is that they're doing it with Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like. You know, they just, do they just love doing that period? Mm-hmm. You know, because like you said, it, but now it's just getting old. It's like, all right, come on, enough of that already. Exactly. Do something else. Just like Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's all I got for Daniel Bryan. Yep. Now, on the Raw, the opening segment, Steph comes out stating that there's going to be a contract signing. And, of course, Dean comes out first, then Roman, then Brock. Steph comes out saying that, um, she doesn't want no shenanigans. You know, nobody's going to lay a hand on each other. So they all signed a contract. And then all of a sudden, Brock is like cleaning house. He beats the crap out of Dean. He beats the crap out of uh, Roman. Throws a table at him. All this other crazy <laughs> stuff. He S5s Dean. Like I said, he hits Roman with a with a table. And then Triple H comes out again. Now, with a suit on. With the belt. I don't know. I don't even remember if he had the belt or not. Did he get right nice and close up to him? No, no. He stayed right up at the top, you know, Mm -hmm. and with a smile. uh, I don't honestly know. I mean, there's other things that happened too. Um, They did, uh, there was like a segment too after that happened. um, There was a segment in the back where Dean was all upset and he he said to Roman, you know, I'm going to go after him. You know, talking about Brock and and he goes I just need you to back off and he was almost like you sure you know blah 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 and this and that it went back and forth about it and Dean was like yeah yeah I'm sure and this and that I was like come on (laughs) so then uh, later on after that uh, Dean comes out this is later on in Raw okay Dean comes out and he's calling out Brock so then Brock comes out Beats up Ambrose again, mm-hmm. gives him another F5, and Dean is laid out, and he's, he gets back up, and he's, you know, they playing Brock's music now, you know, because it was like, Brock was like, all right, all right, boom, I nailed you the F5, you're down. You ain't going to get back up. But then he started getting up, and um, they playing Brock's music, and then all of a sudden Brock stops, and then Dean is in the ring calling Brock to come back. So Brock comes back. They start duking it out again. And uh, Roman shows up. And uh, he didn't come in through the crowd. He came in through the stage, you know, from the gorilla. And um, he just stands there. You know, he comes down all the way down the ramp. So he's at the bottom of the ramp. And uh, Brock, you know, before he was going to lay Dean out, lets him go. He goes over to the ropes. And then Dean gives him a low blow. He gives Brock Lesnar a low blow. Roman doesn't do anything. He just stands there, has a little smirk on his face. Then he goes away. And then Brock's laid out in the middle of the ring holding his groin. And then uh, Dean powders out. He goes over to um, to Roman. He goes, you can hear him. You know, He's like, I told you, I told you, whatever he said. And then they both left. So that was their TV time on Raw. What do you think about that?
1: Oh, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. I mean, why? Well, okay. We're, we're you tell me what? What was the point? Like the major point. Like the whole the whole got it, got it thing. We got you know what
0: with like you just said about Roman and Ambrose that Ambrose told Roman, I uh-huh. see. I got this. I got, I got this. this. Yeah. Okay. That he didn't need his help. Uh-huh. You and know?
1: W- last, uh yeah. And last show we didn't we have the discussion of like. Stephanie, when she was planting the seeds, yeah, is this you know finally moving on with it?
0: Has it become obvious that that is going to be Dean and Brock at WrestleMania? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I. That's what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Was that um, it's going to be Dean and Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. at WrestleMania? Now the only thing is, is that would that be for the Intercontinental Championship? That is well, that sh- you know what I'm saying. Should be because it makes uh, sense. Yeah, but. At the same time, you know, you look at somebody like Brock, and is he really going to go for that title after he's been world champion? Yeah, world champion—that that's his thing, you know. And then now all of a sudden he's going to go after the intercontinental, because you know, not downgrading the title, but huh. isn't the the intercontinental title like you know the next step up. second yeah. to the world title? Mm-hmm. Why would he go down instead of staying
1: up? Maybe bring, you know, more legitimacy to the Intercontinental title in a sense, I don't know, they could go that route with it, or, you know, that could be his stepping stone back up to the title, you know, the whole Roman Reigns, you know, Express thing going on. Right, right, but... I don't see him being the champion, if it is for the title, because I think it makes just, you know, keep it on Ambrose and... But yeah. Where does it leave Lesnar I, after WrestleMania? But,
0: but yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, he's not. <clears throat> I mean, for sure. I mean, and we could be wrong too. Uh-huh. You know, this is just speculation on both our parts. You know, but lately, that's what it's look. That's what it's been looking like. Uh-huh. You know, that it's going to be set up as a Dean Ambrose, and Brock Lesnar fight at WrestleMania. It's just a matter of question of is it going to be for the title? You know, if it's not going to be for the title. I don't know how I really stand on that, you know, because of the simple fact that, you know, at, it's WrestleMania. Uh-huh. You should be defending that title, you know. And I don't know, especially because of the simple fact that um, not was it last year? What happened last year? Uh, last year, didn't um, uh, Daniel Bryan win the um, the Intercontinental Champion? That was last year, wasn't yes. it? All right. So now he won that. And back then, it was because they wanted to have the Intercontinental title mean something. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why he won that title. And then obviously, you know, we all know what happened with the world title. So that's another route that they could be thinking of, too. That if they do do a fight of Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar and have it for a title, it's very well that he can win that title. Just to bring some, you know, just to make the title, you know, relevant again, I guess. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, that's a hard, you know, picture to grasp on whether they're going to, what are they going to do with it? I don't know. I don't know. What, and, and the fact of, you know, the Brock and Dean Ambrose, you know, feud, so to speak, you know, because obviously they're going to fight in Fastlane. So now they got um, a whole, now, WrestleMania is in April, isn't it? Yes. So that means second. All right, so there's obviously no pay per view then for March. Mm -hmm. So now you're looking at at least four weeks or five weeks, four to five weeks of them telling a story by WrestleMania. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, so I don't know. I guess we got to wait and see. Wait and see what happens. Don't want to go on too much about it. It's just something that was just. To me, it looked blatantly obvious where they were going to with it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. Um, the Then <laughs> then it was the Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler number 20.
1: Oh, we're on 20
0: now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm just getting tired of it. And then the thing that was weird to me, though, was before I even tell you, it's just odd uh, the fact that why they keep booking these guys to wrestle. Where are they going with With it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where they're going with it. Um, There's no no clue.
1: I can't think of anything. (laughs) I mean, you kind of figure... Is this punishment for Kevin Owens or something? I don't think so. I mean, it seems like it. I mean, no offense to Dolph Ziggler, but I
0: mean... Right. There's something... I don't know, because, I mean, you really got to think, too, that um, Kevin Owens, wasn't he also in the Intercontinental title picture? Yes, he was. So why isn't he still chasing it? Now he's it's like every day, uh, every Monday on Raw that he's fighting Dolph Ziggler, you know? But the weird thing happened in this match. Ziggler cheated to win.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, when he went to cover uh, Kevin Owens... He uh, put his foot on a rope for the pin. So is this, could that mean that, uh, could it be a teaser of Ziggler turning heel maybe? Again. Again, yeah. Yeah, they got to do something with him. Yeah. There's hardly any heels now. You know, the only straight up heel they have right now is Triple H, but how many times you see him? And they have uh, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: weren't they supposed to be building up Kevin Owens to be this big heel? Supposed to be. So how would do you really see Kevin Owens as a face right now, and making Ziggler go back to being a heel for what reason? I
0: don't think that they'll put um, Kevin Owens as a uh, baby face Uh because to me he's too good of a heel for that. Right. You know what I'm saying, and he does little quirky things. That makes him a great heel. You know, he'll interact with the fans. You know, like there was one where he was giving a, a little boy a high five, and he psyched them out. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Oh, you're dirty, man! You're dirty!" Like old school Ric Flair like stuff, old school right there. Stuff, yeah. And um, he just uh, there's too many faces right now. Mm-hmm. They they got to start building these heels up. And I'm sorry to say, League of Nations, they're. They do nothing no. for me right now. You know, they got to... I don't know. There's a lot they have to do with that in itself mm-hmm. to try to at least make it either legit or forget about it, start from scratch, and do something else with them. You know what I'm saying? Either mm-hmm. than that, don't even bother. <laughs> you know, don't just... They're trying to form this faction, and then now they got, you know, the social outcasts. That's a faction. They got the Wyatt family. That's a faction. Mm-hmm. You know... I don't know how many factions they're trying to make. Sounds like a recreation of the Attitude Era here. Yeah, kind of. And you know what was funny, though, is the fact that when Dean was calling Ambrose out, he He kept mentioning about grow some balls or something like that. So then my wife had texted me. She was like, you know, do, do you think they're trying to go back to the attitude era Because he made that statement. And because he said it more than once, uh-huh. you know, and they didn't bleep him out. You know, on the, they have a five second delay or seven second delay or whatever. So they could have easily bleeped that out, but they didn't. So I don't know. I don't think they are. Doesn't look like it. I would not mind if it did come back. I don't think a lot of people wouldn't mind because then it gives them, it would get there would be more creative control to do more mm-hmm. with a lot of their characters. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I don't, i do not know. It's I just they changes need to happen, mm. and PG is yeah, not working. No, no, it's not. It's not. They need to get away from that, and they do need to go back to, um, you know, the attitude era. You know. And, and then just go from there.
1: You know? Do you think the Attitude Era would work nowadays, given the fact that there's not as much of a broad spectrum like there was during the Monday Night Wars? I think Attitude
0: so. Era? Well, see, that's the thing. And and I think because of the fact that they had competition with another wrestling organization, they did whatever they could. So that way the, their ratings would be... You know, over the top than the WCW at the time. So, being that, I mean, you really gonna consider TNA competition? I think Ring of Honor gives them a little bit more competition. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So, I mean, if if New Japan were to come into the states, or not come to the states, but you know, would broadcast in the states and be on one of the major networks, they would probably give WWE a run for their money. You know. They, they, they already signed Jim Ross to do the American uh, commentary. Don't they have their own streaming service, uh, New Japan Yes. World? Yes, they do. They do. But I'm just saying, you know, if they were to go to a, a major network, yeah, they'd be huge competition for WWE, you know? I mean, even though WWE, they're taking their talents away, but, you know, they at least there would be competition for them. It's just right now they don't have any. Right. So they can pretty much do whatever they want. And people is... Fans, they're pretty much going to have to like it. Right. And it sucks. that That's how their attitude is. That's how I see it. You know? This is the product. This is what we got for you. You know? This is the talent that we have. This is the show that we run. And you guys are going to like it. You know? That's how I see it. But... I would love for them to to go back to the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Love for them to go back to the Attitude Era. It made wrestling fun. It,
1: yeah, it really. It didn't seem like a you know stage show. You know, no. like, not like you know broad, not
0: Broadway, a burlesque. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, might be well, some of this stuff it, might be considered Broadway it, nowadays, it, but it could yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I I I think it would be better for the show itself, and uh, and then I think it would be. More creative for the for the wrestlers there too. to give them more creative freedom on their character, you know. Because I'm sure Bray can do a lot more than what he's doing now. Mm-hmm.
1: Now imagine Bray in like an ECW type setting. Too boy, that type of free thinking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he'd probably be setting people on fire. <laughs> Bray Wyatt versus Raven. Yeah, Just book it. Yeah, I know, right? I would love <laughs> to see that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, then there, there was a uh, Ms. TV. Miz comes out, Jericho comes out. Um, to me, that segment was way too long. Just between um, Jericho and The Miz. Because they were talking about mainly AJ Styles. Uh-huh. Um, I guess last Thursday on SmackDown, um, The Miz got his teeth knocked out by AJ Styles. Really? Yeah. He, yeah, he was hitting him that hard? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like two of his teeth <laughs> were knocked out. Oh. So... I mean but the segment was just too long to me. You know, AJ ended up coming out. Um because uh what happened? I think AJ I think the Miz and, and Jericho started fighting or something like that. Or the Miz jumped them and then AJ came out. Uh yeah, yeah, and then the Miz jumped Jericho, and then AJ helped him out, threw threw the Miz out the ring, and then there was a little stare down between AJ and uh, Chris Jericho, and then they both threw Miz out. Now, I think obviously because uh, this Thursday it's going to be Jericho versus AJ Styles, huh. so I think something's going to happen there where the Miz is going to come in, interfere, and there's going to be a triple threat match at Fastlane. That's how I see it. That's, well, I see that, you happen. know. I mean, just to br- at least bring AJ to this pay per view because mm-hmm. right now. You know, there's only, what, a handful of matches, if that, for Fastlane. Yeah, two and, or three. You know, they got to bring in AJ Styles somehow. Right. You know, they're going to start. I the think Rumble gonna, was
1: a good start. Now yeah, it was. Do. It was.
0: I think uh, my thing is I don't want to see AJ versus Jericho at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Something I don't want to see. Yeah. I'd rather see him and Kevin Owens. Yes. That would be awesome. How about Sammy Zayn? Or Sami Zayn, yeah. yeah. But the thing is he's in the title run. Or he's going to be in the title run, I think. For uh I think that's a, no, is it a triple that? Or they have oh they haven't fought yet. So it's Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe for their number one contendership uh for Finn Balor's belt. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's gonna happen with that too. Well, there's another one, Samoa Joe and AJ. Yeah, that's right. And actually that's they're ready. To, they're they're ready to bring Samoa Joe up. Uh-huh. They are. They're ready to bring him up. So we'll see what happens. But I, I just think that um that would be that's going to be my guess for uh, the fastlane pay per view,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is going to be a triple threat between them. That's my guess. So now uh, Ryback, he has a new look. He has a new look now. He doesn't do the the <laughs> the, the RVD tights anymore. He's just no. with black trunks and. That's pretty much it, you know, besides the wrestling boots and knee pads.
1: Way to not shake a stereotype. So, yeah, I know, (laughs) right?
0: So um, he ended up losing to the Wyatt, uh, Bray Wyatt. To the Bray Wyatt. um, To the Bray Wyatt. And um, they jumped him. They ended up jumping him. Because Bray looked at uh, uh, Eric Rowan and uh, Luke Harper and uh, Braun Strowman and says, he's still breathing. And they ended up jumping him. So, he gave, he gave Ryback another uh, Sister Abigail outside of the ring, pretty much knocking him out cold. So, where were they going with that? Uh, where are they going with Ryback period today? With the, uh, no, just no. what happened then. I don't get what happened. No. Why, did, why did they even do that segment? I don't get it.
1: Uh, it. It would make sense if it was the big show again. No, because I get that. You know, take the big, bigger guy down. I mean Ryback's right. no bigger than Strowman. Yeah. Or like even Lou Carper. Yep. So that you know, that theory's out the window.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I just hope they're not gonna do uh like either Braun Strowman versus um Ryback or even Ryback versus Bray at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we just saw that. So I just hope they, they don't. I Really, not much to talk about as far as that goes because no. nothing. I don't know. It's just it was just weird, you know. They jumped them, okay, and nobody came out to help, you know. Because i I could have seen I could have seen it more better if Big Show came out to help, and then they would, you know, give what I'm it all the
1: times they've beaten him down. Yeah, recently.
0: yeah, and then after that, probably built their own little stable to fight the White family at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. Obviously, they got something else going because. You know, with WrestleMania coming up, they're going to have to find, uh It's got to be Bray Wyatt himself. I don't think it's got to be the whole Wyatt family, but it's going to be Bray Wyatt himself fighting against somebody. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see where they go on with it. But I just found it weird that he, Ryback, right had no help at all. Wow. So, anyway, then it was uh, the social outcast. I'm starting to dig these guys. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they're not that bad. I mean, you know, give them a break. You know, that's it's, it's like, you know, give the Divas a chance. You know, give these guys a chance, I think. You know, so anyway, uh, Adam social Rose... Social outcast
1: movement. Decided. That's right.
0: Hashtag it. <laughs> um, so it was Adam Rose versus Titus O'Neal, which shockingly Adam Rose won. <laughs> well, they got to shut him up somehow, I mean. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the, the, that's another thing that I'm I'm wondering, too. Where are they going with the whole social outcast? Are they going to treat him as mid-card, lower-card? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it's just hard to tell with that because they're just starting and but they're having a lot of TV time lately so they obviously want to push this whole social outcast thing. It's just a matter of okay how far you want to go with it Are you gonna put it as mid card or are you gonna you know just you know shoot them around all over the place or what are you you're gonna have them battled the, uh League of Nations now you know. Because they're a heel team, yeah. So, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know what to think. I about hope it they anymore. keep it
1: around longer than three man band. <laughs> but if, if you think about it, three man band went through the same thing.
0: Yeah, that you is know, true. They, they
1: didn't know where it was going to go. With it. it got, they
0: got you know, pretty far, I think.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't. I'm sure it got further than more. You know, people expected it to.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know,
1: but it, you know, then it came. Then it, I it reached its peak, and then. You know, I think, yeah. Ginger yeah. Mahal and. You know. Ginger Mahal. Ginger
0: Mahal. As Eva Marie would say. <laughs> That's what she called them. You didn't hear about that? No. Yes. It was, it was on a Total Divas. Um, this was when Eva Marie just got there. And, um, you know, of course, you know, they're trying to push her even back then when she first started, you know, and uh, all because of her looks and stuff. So they tried to, to have her ring announce. So, one of the tidbits they were telling her was listen, when you uh, announce, you know, you gotta learn to do it without the cards. They don't want you to have a reading card, you know, so get to know these guys and who and da-da-da. So, when a 3 minute band was out, she called him with Ginger Mahal <laughs> and boy, was he pissed and they showed it. They showed it, and they were really ticked <laughs> off at her. So, anyways, uh, off the subject a little bit. A little bit. I just we thought it do was do that funny. A bit here. I just thought it was funny, though. <laughs> Ginger, mo. <Moore. laughs> hey. So, Sin Cara is back. Oh, Sin Cara came back, did a tag with uh, Kalisto. Uh, they fought against Del Rio and Rusev, hmm. um, Roberto D'Orito. So... <laughs> or, or, or. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, they lost. So I was hoping that well, they would have uh, made Sin Cara turn heel. You know what I'm saying? And
1: then you know did another you know big old Pearl Harbor job. Yeah, that would yeah. would have been neat. That would have, I, I have think that would be a better match at Fastlane with the you police. Know, but you know
0: what? Maybe that is a, it. Could be a setup for um, Fastlane. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to come out to support his boy, you know, Sin Cara and uh, he can cost Kalisto the match.
1: Set up a match for WrestleMania. Set up a
0: match for WrestleMania between Sin Cara and Kalisto. Which I would not complain as an opener. That is true, but then you're looking at it again as, you know, they took the belt away from him. Because obviously that's, that's, that's what would happen. Right. You know, so then now we're looking at Del Rio as the United States champion again leading into WrestleMania. So, it would be a good feud between Sinkara and Kalisto. That would be a really damn good match. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I'm only guessing, anyways. It's only a prediction of mine. My- <laughs> because I really do. I, I thought that there, he was going to turn heel. But, who knows? Maybe they'll do it at fast lane and then, you know, have them two feuded out. And that would be a good match. That would be a really good match. So, now, it was a Divas match. It was Becky versus Tamina. Sasha Banks was ringside uh, doing commentary. Okay, and they also announced that um, it's going to be at Fast Lane. It's going to be a tag team. It's going to be Sasha Banks and Becky versus Tamina, Tamina and um, Naomi. Naomi. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, I take it. I I would like to see it. Okay. Um, the thing, the only problem that I have. Is that um, it's still a little confusing on to know if Char, uh not Charlie is Sasha Sasha is a yeah. heel or a face? Obviously, she's teaming up with Becky, so it's gonna make her a face. But the way she was talking, it was heel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I just wish that. They come up with something to establish her as a heel or a face, you know, because obviously she's going to be after Charlotte come WrestleMania, so she's going to have to be a face, you know. So who knows? Maybe that'll change by the time you know Fastlane pay per view comes. Who do you see winning out of that? What do you see? You know, that the outcome outcome? or what are they going with it? I see it either
1: as. A smuzz, you know, like a double dq, or may get thrown out the window. They may start brawling, or you know, somehow have Tamina and Naomi go over. Right. I, I see that as a more smarter option. Right. Right. Add a little dissension between Sasha and Becky. Confuse us a little more as all right, what's really going on here? Hasn't why why you lose. Why you lose? Have a little shove fest. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, all buddy-buddy on Raw.
0: Between?
1: Well, you know, Sasha and Becky. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yep. Making things like that. It's kind of like, I hate to bring her up, AJ Lee. (laughs) But you know where I'm going with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll wait and see. I mean, like I said, they still got about about two months Mm -hmm. uh, before WrestleMania, so they got a lot to tell and they got 2 months to do it in um so i'm not expecting to know all the answers just from one show mm-hmm. it's just sometimes it gets a little annoying to you know where the storyline goes and it's like oh come on just go with it go you know so that's just the fan in me i guess you know but the wrestler in me i know you know, it's a storyline. It's got to get built up. This and that. It's got to get timed. They got WrestleMania, so they're gonna do. You know, they're using Fastlane as a as a buffer to lead into WrestleMania and this and that. So you know, I get it. I get it. So now, to me, this was a surprising thing. It was the Dudleys and the Usos versus New Day and Mark Henry. Mark Henry ended up being with the with the New Day, sporting the the unicorn horn.
1: <laughs> so the Johnny uh,
0: This <laughs> big man wearing that looked really ridiculous. And um, the Dutleys and the Usos lost. Okay. And then the Dutleys turned on the Usos. They turned heel. Hmm. They put them, uh, they, well, they put, uh, they gave a 3D to the one Uso, and the other Uso they put through a table. So it was like a, a Bubba
1: bomb, like, he, like how he normally power bombs someone through the table, and you
0: know, yeah. You know. And then um, Bubba Ray's—he's over one of the Usos, and he's saying, "We're the Dudley's, we're the number one tag team, we're this, we're that." So obviously they turn heel. Mm-hmm. Don't know where to go with that either. Maybe at Fastlane that could be an opening match, you know, between the Usos and the Dudley's, or maybe like a pre-show match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. a okay. pre-show. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'm a little confused by it. I mean, that'd be great. Hopefully, they, you know, for a while they were thinking about making Bubba Ray back into a Bully Ray yeah. character. Yep,
0: like in TNA. And yep.
1: you and I had this discussion too. Like, yeah. where what, what, what was that going to do with Devon? Yep. But you know, maybe they give them both the, that type of character. Yeah, like D- when Devon was the head of Aces and Eights for a yeah. while. Yeah.
0: You know, I don't know. It's it's like I said. It's it's just a build up. I'm sure. And I'm sure that's probably going to be a pre-show match at Fastlane. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where they go with it with that one too. And plus, I think it's good that the Dutleys turned heel. Uh, You know, there's not a lot of heel tag teams out there. You know, they're not obviously because they're not pushing the ascension.
1: No, you know what I'm saying. So
0: they do need somebody other than New Day to give some
1: spice to the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's all I got for Raw. That sounds good. You got anything for Raw? Anything else? That'd be it. I'm good with Raw. All right, so now our next segment is underrated or overrated. Uh, this time Ron's going to give me the uh, names, and <laughs> we'll see where we go from it. All right, so first up we have Mean Gene Okerlund. Wow, I think he's overrated. I'm going to tell you straight up. I love Mean Gene. I just think he was too overrated just because uh, when they gave him, when they did silly little skits with him, he overacted. Mm-hmm. And you know he did, <laughs> especially
1: with Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, and and um, whatever happened with Lord Alfred Hayes?
1: Oh, uh, eventually. Uh, I know he was with them till like
0: 94 95 ish.
1: Really? And then you know he kind of, I guess he was either released or he just quietly left the company. Uh, to oh, I, kinda, I, I, I know he passed I, away. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know that. But I thought I I dug him. I dug him. I thought he I love Lord Alfred. I don't know, probably you know it more gentleman yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just weird. It was look, just weird. But I uh, uh, no consideration paid for it. And he he did some f- funny skits too. He did. He did some funny skits too. And the thing that, like I said, back to Mean Gene, I just think he was just like when it came to skits, he overacted, and he was trying too hard. Um, as an interviewer, though, one of the best. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Um, in that category, I wouldn't say he was overrated. Mm-hmm. You know, because he did exactly what he was supposed to do. You know, Renee Young, Byron Saxton, and a couple of the, those guys can learn by watching Gene, mean Gene Oakland tapes back back in the day. Maybe that'll improve them as a commentator slash interviewer too. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. You know, at, when he, okay. they did skits. He was just overrated. <laughs> All right, moving on. We'll bring up uh, Mr. Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel, I think he's underrated, mm. and the reason why is that they're just not. He's got potential. You know what I'm saying? He's got a lot of potential to. I can see him at, at making a run with the U.S. title. I can see him making a run with the Intercontinental title too. Mm-hmm. The heavyweight? No, I don't. I don't see him there yet. Um, he needs to find himself as a mm. character and he hasn't yet. You know, I mean, come on, he was acting like he was Hulk Hogan for a while.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, Daniel
0: Sando. Well, S- S- Sando was doing macho, man, and, and who knows <laughs> for where heart, they were going. Yeah. Yeah, so who knows where they were going with that, but, you know, that's, that's not a way to establish yourself as a character is d- by doing that and making yourself look silly. You know, obviously he's doing it because he wants to be employed, but... You know, I think they can do a lot better with him than before. All right. The world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. Ken, Sh- I think he was overrated. I really do. And and all because of his MMA. You know, when he fought in the Octagon and stuff, he was way overrated. He he, In my opinion, he was not a good wrestler. I just did not like him, and they kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. And... I wasn't impressed by him. I really wasn't. So, as a wrestler, n- never. No, no. <laughs> they just they just kept pushing him, and no. I
1: love that. There was no overrated. There was no underrated. It was just no. No, I just don't <laughs> like him.
0: <laughs> All right. His lordship, Stephen Regal. I think he's underrated, mm. and the reason why is. He is so talented. He knows how to tell the story in the ring. The psychology with Steven Regal, it's, oh, my God, it's, it's like Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. They know how to tell a story in the ring. He is probably one of the best heels out there, but he was also a really good baby face, too. Yes, he was. You know what I'm saying? So he can play the role both ways, but I think he was underrated because they didn't use him uh, probably the way they should have. He was definitely world champion material. Oh, in my yeah, opinion. yeah. He should yeah. have had to run. Yeah.
1: I mean, he did. He was there. All uh-huh. right. One last one here. I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit. Uh-huh. You're going to get in trouble with a little someone here. Mr. Uh-huh. Mister Bo Dallas. But
0: Bo- <laughs> I am going to get in into- trouble. He is underrated. Okay,
1: underrated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you how he reason? pauses there, Well the The reason the why he's underrated is because, I mean, you saw him in NXT. Uh-huh. Look how he was in that. He was... NXT champion uh-huh. whatever, but he was NXT champion, and they put him there for a reason. Why? And he's basically doing the same
1: thing now that he was in NXT. You know, basically,
0: yeah. But he he hasn't had a title shot. He no. hasn't had no US title or any kind of no heavyweight. No, he hasn't even been close to it. They put him with the Social Outcasts. Eh, we'll see where he goes. Mm-hmm. You know how how far they can go as a team. You know, at the Social Outcasts, but. They're not using him right, right now. Mm -hmm. You know, if they used it, I mean, and that's uh, what I'm trying to say is you can tell the difference between NXT that Triple H runs and the main roster that Vince runs. Right. Because look at those characters. Same thing with Ascension. Ascension were badass in NXT. They get to Raw, they're crap. You know, they're not even mid-card. You know what I'm saying? They really buried them, and they could have done something really good with them and they did and they squashed it like that by having jbl come out from the commentary and then give him one you know his clothesline and they buried him like that you know what i'm saying so as far as Bo dallas goes they're doing the same thing with him you know they had a nice run where they were giving you know he was undefeated for a while and then they squashed it real quick you know and then now they threw him in with social outcast you know before that he was just going to win the ring here and there there and here and, and do stupid stuff and not do anything with him he's talented he can do something like especially in the title fight he, he definitely can he's just way too way underrated all right, very much so. Well,
1: that about wraps that segment up
0: there. Oh, nice. Nice. Good ones. I mean, well, you know, if you want a bonus one, I'm, I got no problem with that. Uh, <laughs> we'll save that for next week. We'll save it for next week. Right now, we got to go to a commercial break, but after that, we will do our next segment of the Call-Ups. We'll be right back.
1: Chalvin Contracting is a locally owned family business. Our outstanding track record continues because we understand that quality and excellence can be achieved with proper communication and planning. Our commitment to excellence is built on teamwork and the belief that partnering your vision with our experience will lead to sterling results. We specialize in kitchen and bathroom remodels from design to completion, hardwood floors, installation and refinishing, or custom power. Whether it be home remodeling, restoration, or building out your new office space, how can we serve you? Call us today at 669-6583 or find us at CalvaryServe.com. That's 669-6583 or com, where we work on a higher standard.
0: All right, now we're back with our Indy Call-Up segment. Which basically is, uh, we pick one indie wrestler or two indie wrestlers that we feel that um, deserves a call up, and um, we look all over the internet, all over Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we come to a census, you know, and if you know we pick them, hey, we try to you know throw a little boost for them. And uh, spread the word about them and what they do. And I give you my opinion. Ron will give you his opinion on uh, what we think about him. So my indie, we're only doing one. Yeah, we're only doing one. Okay, okay so yeah. my indie pick for this week is a character named Mike Verna. I really like this dude's character, and he's he's not doing anything elaborate. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have you know makeup. He doesn't have these um, flamboyant robes. He's just himself. He looks like a normal Joe. Um, He started, I think he started back in 2013 as an intern for WWE. Mm -hmm. And then um, he goes by uh, the the Man of Steel, (laughs) Mike Verna. And he's got a good physique on him. Works really well. And the one thing I noticed, I was watching a few of his matches, he has really good psychology. And that could help him a lot um, but I can see him starting out in NXT first, you know, and then working that roster. And <laughs> I'm probably going to get yelled at by it. But he reminds me, how he moves in the ring, he reminds me of Chris Benoit. Oh,
1: why? No. Nothing, you wouldn't get yelled at that unless you get, you know, the well, Smarks. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. You, you know. Oh, wait. That's us. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. It, no, not at all. I, I I totally agree with the Chris Benoit comparison.
0: Yeah, and I'm telling you, he can. He's he's. I say give him about. Um, I say about five years. Mm-hmm. You know, do more of the indie scene, and uh, I think he he needs to start doing tryouts or something with uh, WWE. You know, definitely in NXT. They can really work with him and he can really establish his character too. You know, he goes by the, you know, the man of steel. So if he's going to go by that, he probably might have to do, you know, I mean, he works out, obviously, you know, hit that gym a little bit more because in WWE, you know, they love that type of stuff. So I can definitely see him as that. Um, If actually, if you go on YouTube, um, there's a, if you type in becoming the man of steel, Mike Verna there's like a 10 minute uh video of him in uh it's the Dynasty wrestling I think and uh you know he gives him he explains himself and how he got you know how he wanted to become a wrestler and all this other stuff you know I'm not saying he's green at all he, I've seen like four or five of his matches and that's not green to me and he's he's worth it I'd definitely pay to see him you know yeah, I definitely seem to. I mean, I saw other things in him, like you
1: brought up the Chris Benoit comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw shades of Simon Diamond in there. Yep. Uh, the, model Rick yeah. Ma- the model Rick Martel. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the physique as, and his hand. As a heel
0: or, or as a, a face? Heel.
1: As the heel. The heel Martel. Okay. You know, not, not really the blue, but not really the purple. Kind of like when Mar- Martel's wearing the pink. Yeah, towards the end of his role. Oh role, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like 92, 94-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like arrogant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> ar- well, okay, he was always
0: arrogant. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about Mike. Yeah, he, he can do that. He, I can see I him doing that. Pulling that off. Yeah, yeah. But and and that's the thing that I was digging about him is that he can play both. Uh huh. You know, he can play both uh, uh face and heel. Right. So if he does a heel, I w- I could see it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a face. I can see him just as a normal person that, you know, normal Joe, right. you know, and then that's what makes him unique is his ring presence. You know what I'm saying? And I like his psychology in the ring. I definitely, you know, if you guys want to check him out, uh, he is on Twitter and Instagram at Man of Steel MV. So check him out Go on YouTube. It's called Becoming the Man of Steel Mike Verna. And um, he's my pick of the Indie Call-Up of the Week. I have to say, not a bad pick at all, sir. No, no. I really, I'd, I'd, like I said, I would definitely pay to see this guy. So, also, we also have a Facebook and Twitter. We do? Yes. Oh, yes, I believe. <laughs> oh, Facebook, that's a Wrestling POV Podcast. On Facebook, and we ha- we're on Twitter at Wrestling POV. So, if you have any questions, put them out there. Throw them there. We'll put them on the show. We promise. I promise. I don't know about we Ron. Are, uh, yeah. we, I don't I know promise. about Ron. But. Yeah.
1: I may take a while to get to it, but I promise I'll get to it.
0: <laughs> but no, we'll, we'll try to get it on the show. You can ask any question you want. We'll, Like I said, we'll discuss it on the show. Or if you do know somebody that's an indie wrestler that you feel, hey, check this guy out. Maybe he can be our indie pick of the week. Just submit him on there, and like I said, we'll get it, We'll get back to you. So Now, before we wrap up the show, I have a question for you. All right. All right. This whole Hall of Fame thing. How do you feel about that? I mean, do you really on you know? Because we mentioned earlier on the show that Daniel Bryan could go in this could year go or next in year, this yeah. year or next year. Do you? I mean, how do you how do you feel about that?
1: I feel that one day he should go. I really don't think he needs the edge treatment. True. I'm not saying that's not a knock against edge. I yeah, because they did the same thing. Now, he got now, hurt and they now, put him in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, but now let me throw this at you. Michael P.S. Hayes has been waiting how long to get in the Hall of Fame? And to me, and it's just my opinion, everybody you know, is entitled to their opinion, but I think he was a much better worker than Edge and Daniel Bryan.
1: 100%. I have to agree.
0: So why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? The
1: Von, Von Erics are, which is, they deservingly should be. Yeah. but And the free, you know, Michael P.S. Hayes and, you know, he inducted Kevin Von Erich yeah, and the rest of the family. So it all makes you know. Would the Von Eriks have been as huge as they were without the Freebirds? Well,
0: my question is, is is that why should um, a veteran like himself, right. a Hall of Famer, in my opinion, why did he why why should he wait this long to get into the Hall of Fame where people are really talking about it and wanting to? Make a petition out and and say, listen, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame already. And then, yet, you got somebody like Daniel Bryan. I'm not taking anything away from him no. or Edge. But, you know, they get an unfortunate injury. You know, they have to retire early. And then they get put in the Hall of Fame that same year? Yeah. That's where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? I mean, jeez, God rest his soul, Owen Hart. Yes, he, yes, Martha. You know, why, why? You know what i'm saying yeah. why is why is that different? Why are they taking so long to you know is it because of ratings or do they want to put you know set up a, a group that's that's totally bad at I mean I don't know what they, what are they trying to get at with it
1: you know no idea. i mean like I slurted out Martha there maybe that was the wrong way to do, but i mean it, it does lay a lot on her. I mean, she didn't want the DVD that came out about Owen to come out. Really? I, you know, I'm, I'm sure she had a lot of the final say in what edit, you know content could be used. Right. But all right, she let him put a DVD out. Why not let him go where he truly belongs?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, well, the thing is, yeah, they they obviously put the DVD out. So I mean, I don't think she was that much against it. No, the DVD at least. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know, because I'm sure she gets a, you know, a huge portion of of that, you know, DVD sale. I'm sure the kids are getting. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know. I just. And and it's nothing against Daniel Bryan. It's nothing against Edge. But, you know, come on. Are you really going to tell me? And because the one thing that's upsetting me the most with this whole Hall of Fame is that they're putting celebrities in this Hall of Fame. And I don't think they, they really need like, to be. You I know, believe on, Mr. Like, T, he did one celebrity match, uh-huh. and they're gonna do. You might as well put Snooki in. Well, she does have more wins, more wins than Sting. That's true at WrestleMania, yeah. but but you know what I'm getting at right, though. I mean, exactly. come on, no Pete it, Rose. Yeah, they put Pete Rose in. I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, I mean, why would they? Why would they do that? What is the purpose of that? When the Hall of Fame, to me and my eyes, is specifically for people who wrestled. You know, Legends of Wrestling, you know, you you don't see, you know, and, and, you know, I'm comparing apples to oranges, but at the Baseball Hall of Fame, you don't see an announcer going in the Baseball Hall of Fame. They have a separate Hall of Fame for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't understand why, you know, you got people like Michael P.S. Hayes' own heart, and I know the list goes on, and, and they're not in the Hall of Fame, but then you got somebody that... You know that's, that's just freshly retired and like I said I know it doesn't sound right coming out like that but you know you also have celebrities too that are in the Hall of Fame before these people mm-hmm. and that's not to me that's not right no I don't like it I
1: mean why is X and or Smash and or Crush or not all three exactly you know Mr. Fuji's already in but yeah but why not bring you know, like Bill Eadie, and he's been a mass mm-hmm. superstar. He can he can go he can go in at least twice. Twice,
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. That's you know. true. I mean I I just the British Bulldog's still not even there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean it's 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 I know, I get it, they're trying to be entertaining, but that's going a little bit too far. You know, that's, to me, that's a that's a touchy subject when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Because to me, now they're disgracing it by adding people like Donald Trump, Mr. T, and, and guys like that, or Pete Rose, and stuff like right. that. You know what I'm saying? It's disgracing
1: the intent of the Hall of Fame. I mean, if they, you know, they brought up the whole celebrity wing thing, I thought that's cool, make them like an honorable mention thing. Yeah. With the one day you have a physical Hall of Fame. Right, right. You know, give them, give them a hall, like, these are, you know you know, paint your tooth half, celebrities, yeah. who grace our presence. Like, you know, where's Ricky Schroeder? Yeah. Come on.
0: <laughs> Ricky Schroeder, Silver Spoons. Liberace too. Liberace.
1: He was there. <laughs> Billy Martin. Billy Martin. I think, isn't he in? No, I don't think
0: so. No? No, as a celebrity, he's not in? No, I don't think no. so. Hey. Oh. He
1: should be. <laughs> Pete Rose
0: is. And yeah. I love Pete Rose. Yeah, I love Pete Rose too. That poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that, that's just how I feel about it. So I think that I'm all done for today, sir. I'm good, too. All righty. So this is Wrestling POV. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Wrestling POV Podcast at Facebook.com, and also on Twitter at Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the Weasel Rondos. Love, peace, and hair grease. We will see you next week.